0: The whole oh, yeah.
1: ladies and gentlemen how you doing welcome back to another episode of the brother hut you're listening uh live to another episode of the brother hut we can't we're, we're we can't contain our joy for this episode it's gonna be a great one but uh this is Yeah, the Brother Hut, one ordinary conversation, or one extraordinary conversation with two ordinary Capuchin brothers. Welcome back. That brother's name is Brother Brandenburg. What's up, bro?
0: That brother's name is Brother Vincent Mary Carrasco. How are you doing, brother?
1: Thanks, man. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. It's Friday, so Mm -hmm. we're recording this on Friday, so uh, I'm just glad it's the end of the week. We got the weekend coming up, so... Got a lot of things to look forward to. We got an All Saints Day festival, uh, so it's gonna be it's gonna be good. It's gonna be excelente.
0: Yeah. <laughs> How's Colorado it. Springs, man? Oh, it's beautiful this time of year. We got all the all the oh, trees. Yeah. Leaves are changing color. That's good. We got uh, anytime a little storm comes through, we get a little snow up on the mountain. Mm, yeah. Uh, last Friday, I had a real beautiful day uh i drove up to lafayette colorado which is right outside of boulder
1: oh nice uh, i
0: got to go on a 30 mile bicycle ride with a benefactor man who's good a good friend of the friars yeah bro that sounds fun. so yeah we rode up uh north of boulder i guess about 10 miles and then we rode like towards the mountains like another 10 miles on this niwot road niwot yeah n-i-w-o-t and then we rode past this uh, lake, uh, I guess a pond, lake, I don't know, small lake, big pond. Anyways, uh, a bald eagle like flew over us, like going towards oh, the lake. I was no like, "Whoa, way. Dick, look, check it out, an eagle!" And then, like, man, you could see like That's the cool. big white he- head and the like the yellow mouth talon thing, yeah. and it was huge. I'm like, that was the closest I've been to a bald eagle since I uh, went to Alaska a couple times, and they have a lot of eagles up there. Yeah you been to Alaska? Yeah, was, yeah, twice. My good friend from college. Uh, what? I didn't know. Was, That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's, uh, That's tight. it's worth a trip, man. Yeah. Beautiful place. Yeah. Uh, I think I've yeah. seen so,
1: only like two bald eagles in my life. Well, maybe three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool creatures.
0: Yeah. If you go up to Alaska in the summer, you can see like 150 of them at once. What? They have these like oh, places wow. where they hang out. It's like where they spend the summer up there yeah i always
1: like seeing those videos that they have on like uh, it's like online or something that's like the secret grandma inside the eagle's nest and it's like waiting for the (laughs) the bird to hatch and it's like i remember one time i saw one video and it was like Uh you know the the mother eagle is waiting for the the little (laughs) eagle to hatch you know and it was like day one and and they had this this just camera there in the nest waiting and so i i i don't know how how why i guess i followed it because i I want to see when this thing's gonna hatch (laughs) (laughs) Uh so day one it was like nothing i was like dang it so i went back you know and then uh i i you know, chance to pond it again like the next day and it was day two and it was still there day three it was still there i was like man what is going on like this thing needs to hatch already (laughs) it went like eight days bro and still didn't hatch i don't uh, yeah then i just lost
0: track so wow he's probably out and about now <laughs> i hope so yeah yeah i know right? i hope yeah. so <laughs> <didn't> yeah die. <laughs> so yeah no that was just last friday it was a great day uh about, about 30 miles on the bike and yeah beautiful colorado fall day and some yeah. sunshine and uh then uh, this guy's wife um had made like a pasta salad and a uh, peach pie and yeah we just had a nice little lunch and oh yeah, my it was just Lord. a beautiful day drove back to colorado springs got to see the whole front range just about and uh that's cool yeah it's beautiful out man what's uh, what's going on in san antonio texas still hot
1: yeah, well, it was cooling down, but you know, I, I'm There's glad God. you said like it's I'm glad you're getting out on the bicycle and stuff. I've been doing a little bit of that biking and stuff, but um we've been doing a lot of running and just getting out and mm. you know, uh I'm waiting on my I got I got a, a road bike here, so I've I've been getting on it every mm, now and then. Mm-hmm. You know, I ain't going eight thirty miles out. I'd, I'd like to get up to that. That would be sweet. Yeah. But, you know, it's but just wrapping it, it up, so. wrapping up the semester with school, that's it, basically. And then uh getting ready for uh, I'm Mexi- I'm going to Mexico again, bro, in December. So I'm excited for that. it will be cool.
0: Get out of here. Sweet.
1: Back oh. to Puebla. Back to Puebla. Wow. So we'll do an episode while I'm down there. So we'll okay. We'll fill you listeners in.
0: Yeah, so. maybe we'll do a whole episode in Spanish or something. Yeah. Throw everybody off. Every tight. <laughs> That's right. What what I actually was thinking of that the other day, like, what should do an episode uh, in Spanish? <laughs> well, yeah. When you get down there, you got to figure out what the word for hut is.
1: Oh yeah,
0: we got to be like hermano something. casa de hermano, no? Yeah, or well something. casita or yeah, it's in, probably casita. Or, uh-huh. I don't know campamento, tiendita de hermanos or something. Oh yeah. yeah. No sé,
1: no sé. We'll, <laughs> we'll leave that up to our listeners. Maybe they can find it. We'll find the word and we'll use it next yes. time. that we go. When you get down there. Bienvenidos the a todos a la casita de los hermanos. Ajá.
0: Uh-huh. Un nuevo podcast. Aquí. Exactamente. But <laughs> y el nombre de este hermano es Vicente. Vicente. De... María Carrasco. Vicente. Vicente Fuck No, <laughs> Vicente María Carrasco. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> fun. yeah that'd be good so let's let's get into the topic bro i know we got a hefty one i think so we'll see yeah. I, I yeah let's talk about um well first off just a little preface here we got national vocations awareness week coming up on the second mm-hmm. week of november november 7th to the 13th so we want to fill you listeners in um just a little insight on um, a specific vocation And you guys might all be thinking we're going to do it on religious life, maybe consecrated life. Um, But we would like to do it this time on the on the married life. Talk about marriage, uh, maybe what that means for us and uh, our experience of marriage. I know we haven't been married, but maybe some of the some of our friends and family members um, and how like their married life has has really influenced our 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 religious life vocations. So
0: what do you say? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Brother Vinny, did you, uh before religious life or even during religious life, have you, did you want to get married? Did you think about marriage? Did you yeah. propose to anybody? How'd that go for you?
1: I proposed. No, I'm just kidding. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think, yeah, I, I don't think it ever really did cross my mind. Okay. Like, I, I never really like, yeah, I want to get married. I remember thinking like it would be like that would be cool to have kids and have a family and, you know, have a house and truck and all that cool stuff. Um, But I never really I don't think I got much further than that, you know. Um, And so but yeah, like in high school and college, you know, I did like some dating and, Mm -hmm. you know, whatnot. But there has always been, I think some really powerful marriages and that have been around my life Mm, in my life that that have i think been foundational you know for me
0: well i was actually Mm. just thinking we have had a married couple on the show before that's right your parents (laughs) we have mom and dad mom (laughs) and dad
1: on the show i think that was what episode like i want to say like 20 something
0: somewhere around there yeah. yeah it
1: was way at the beginnings so but it's just really cool how that just, that's, you know, a huge vocation very much needed in the church. Mm -hmm. Uh, one that, you know, is, is able to bring a lot of life and, 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 uh, and people, you know, together in terms of a family and all the great virtues that are available in that vocation. So, yeah. But what about you? What's your experience or like, how did you think about it when you first?
0: Yeah. Uh, I definitely thought about it. Uh, and I, I think yeah, I I wanted marriage or I thought I wanted marriage. Um, but I, I realized mm, pretty soon after starting my life as a friar that all my thoughts about marriage were basically just uh like I, I didn't really know how to love another person, and I was I was probably in it just for like lustful reasons or yeah thinking that. Uh, Or for just seeking like pure pleasure or or like a a fake happiness. And I I think I wanted marriage because it was just one of the things in the world I was supposed to do. Um, Yeah, not really understanding how to give myself to anyone or. Yeah. You know, I've also reflected too that. I, I, you know, I never even got any sort of like help or advice or formation on like how to date or how to like court a woman or pursue marriage So I was basically just out there flying by flying blind. And (laughs) basically every time I tried to date someone, it was actually a a disaster. Uh, I mean, they ended in friendships, but I just didn't know how to do any of that. So, yeah, I I did desire it, but I didn't know how to pursue it. Um, Yeah. And then as I I grew closer to God in the church and tried to stay prayerful, yeah, it clearly God led me away from that yeah Um, so yeah and i i my own parents divorced uh when i was just a little guy three years old so i didn't have much experience of i didn't have any experience of growing up in a in a household with a mother and a father Mm -hmm. Um, some of my friends had had parents that either were together or are together still um but then actually some of my like powerful experiences of a married couple are um, actually a a guy that I went to college with. He got married right after college. Uh, His last name is best B E S T. So he's the best family. Oh, that's cool. Uh, Anyways. Yeah. He got married a couple, just maybe he was older than me. So by the time he was married, I think I would just finish college and they had uh, kids real, real soon. I think they have six kids now. Anyway, so like pretty early on, I got to experience him and his wife and their first little child. And we lived in the same town together. So I would see them. And then yeah. I moved to Colorado to join the Friars. And like he lived in Denver and we got reconnected. So I would go over and like when they had like three and four kids and play with them and just like get some good kid time and some good like, uh, you know, husband and wife, you know, like seeing them interact with each other time. So, um, yeah, they've been like a kind of powerful influence on me. Wow. Actually, throughout the years, I guess I've known him like 20 years now. So that's wow. what I think of when it comes to marriage. And yeah, I see that it's difficult, but it does bring great blessings. So,
1: yeah, a lot of blessings, man. But I, I like how you described it, though, because I think that's a little bit how, you know, how I felt, too. You know, just like you didn't really know how to go about it. You know, like, right. right? You have everything you need or everything, you know, like everything's there for it to happen but it's like how to you know what, what happens you know what 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 do i need to do what are the steps maybe um yeah but i and i think there's a lot of fear there you know and i think it's mm. the same with with any vocation seems like you know mm-hmm. it's like this is this is something you want to really you know cultivate and grow and uh like make make it like the best possible encounter that it can be you know what i mean
0: um, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think the, there's a, our culture today is very anti-commitment and yeah. I think an, an authentic vocation, uh, involves dedication, commitment, uh, takes other options off the table. You know, if you get married to one man or, and, or one woman. Then every other man or woman is off the table yeah. as a partner, you know. So yeah, uh, and that's
1: great, great fear, man. Like I, I remember, yeah, just it's some even before vocation. I mean, even before religious life, it's like, dang, bro. Like, uh, I got commitment problems. You no, know? <laughs> you know what I mean. It's like, I, yeah, it's it's a lot of uh, discernment that is involved in something yeah. like that. Yeah. But you're right. It's something like that. It does take a lot of commitment, a lot of dedication, um, a lot of love, you know. And I think that's mm-hmm. one of the reasons why some of the marriages that have been pretty inspirational uh, for me um, is it's because they have all those things, you know, like they're, mm-hmm. they're a dedicated couple or they're committed, you know, or they're sort of enduring the trials that they're undergoing or whether it's mm-hmm. financial you know or spiritual or relational whatever um mm-hmm. a lot of the couples that have been foundational for me are are ones that stay true you know to each other in the midst of mm. all those trials you know what i mean
0: sure. but, yeah yeah um and then you know god willing the kids come into the picture and mm. uh i know actually the man i was talking about uh best like, this, I think the smallest person I've ever held was, like, his firstborn child. And uh-huh. I think it was just the day after he was born, I think. And it was yeah. just, like, this tiniest little person I had ever seen. Yeah, bro. And uh, that has got to be scary. Um, I'm holding a baby, man. I know. I yeah. mean, just, yeah. and And obviously, it wasn't my baby, so I got to leave, like, in an hour and a half, you know. But yeah. to have these, like, people uh, in your house under your responsibility that God has given you. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, 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 it's gotta be a great joy. You know, I I was thinking about that too, that like the, you know, our hearts are made for intimacy. Sure. And ideally, uh, God wants to be the ultimate source of that, but then I think he gives us these, you know, little, uh, samples of intimacy. And I think there, it's gotta be the most Uh, hopefully it's the most intimate relationship you'll ever have with a spouse, then I think right after that has got to be your kids, you know, like, yeah, you know, changing their diapers, feeding them, you know, caring for them, loving them, serving them, hugging them, school, you know, all these sacrifices that you would make for your kids. I think it's got to be incredibly intimate and yeah, struggling and painful, but uh, ideally it'd be super rewarding experience. So, yeah. And that the other thing I think about that with two real quick is like, uh, you know, God has given me this gift of ordination to the priesthood, you know, right. You know, what does everybody call the priest? Yeah. Father. (laughs) Right. Right. So, which is what, you know, they call the husband in a family when he has children, uh, father. So I, I think there's definitely a lot to learn Uh, back and forth from the priesthood and from the married life uh, to help us understand uh, how to care for children how to sacrifice for a family how to put others first and a lot Mm. of those good values
1: yeah yeah and it's incredible to see like when when you were mentioning about holding the baby and just witnessing a lot of that man it's amazing to see like some of the just fathers you know like the father figures you know in the family are kind of the foundation kind of like the uh you know seems like holding it together with with their wives and stuff and um mm-hmm. yeah like i remember I, like i would go when i go home i go and see a friend of mine you know and he's he's uh he's got a good marriage like got good good kids you know um and it's always just great to see like the family running around and you know that that uh, discipline that he kind of puts on his children. Hey, put that down. Mm. Hey, you know what I mean? Like it's like <laughs> right. it's it's discipline, but you know, it's love, you know. But just right. that the whole thing of marriage is really fascinating for me. And I think mm-hmm. the year that I really grew kind of appreciative of the vocation that I wasn't called to live was mm. in the novitiate, mm.
0: mm-hmm. what you, do you know. Mean?
1: yeah so just just during that year you know because you you grow kind of intimately connected with like with your own vocation right for us is religious life you know i was getting yeah. connected into that like i just felt deeper and like deeply um you know called to live religious life yeah, and i think true. it was from that that like you you also see other vocations kind of you know around around you like when i was, when we were in the division it was like a lot of my friends getting married, a lot of my friends having mm. children, you know, making big, big changes in their lives. And it was like this really cool moment of um like realizing the grace of God working in in also their vocations, you know. Um, and so from that I just grew very appreciative of of the vocation mm. of marriage and mm-hmm. and uh, you know, developed some really neat friends. Uh, who are married and mm-hmm. um you know just it was really neat great and so you yeah. mentioned at the beginning you mentioned in the be- earlier um just kind of the society and how it's kind of has a swayed view of marriage right like mm. uh, just kind of running from commitment running from dedication
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, so i, I think we, let's 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 talk about maybe that that uh issue that's happening yeah because it's
0: Sure, yeah, I can open that door a little bit. Like, Open that uh, door, man. Open that door, man. So I said a little bit about how I think our culture has like a fear of commitment. Uh-huh. And right along tied with that is that any kind of commitment is like a prison. And so uh, lately there's been a, a news story, a news sensation, if you will, about Will and Jada Pinkett Smith. I guess it's been a couple years now already. I'm, I'm a little slow to the game, but uh, I get there. But I'm just kind of playing catch up with this uh, controversy, if you will. Uh-huh. Um, so my understanding of the situation is that it is it, it came out that Jada Pinkett Smith had been um, seeing and having relations with other men, uh, specifically this like man who's like 20 years younger than her. That was like her son's friend. So, dun, dun,
1: dun, no. yeah it gets that a little crazy. uh
0: gets a little hectic right there and then uh basically that that she and will had to sort of agreed on and off to this open marriage uh mm-hmm. where they could basically take care of their own happiness for whatever that means and here's a quote uh from will smith uh jada never believed in conventional marriage Uh, She grew up in a way that was very different than how I grew up. So this is a quote from Will Smith. So how he grew up was different. There were significant, endless discussions about what is relational perfection? What is the perfect way to interact as a couple? And for the large part of our marriage, monogamy was what we chose. Everybody has to find their own way, and marriage for us can't be a prison, end quote. End quote. Hmm. Huh. So I think that highlights right there uh, from Just, Mr. Smith, this, uh, I think a conception that a lot of our culture carries that marriage is a prison and who wants to go to prison, right? Everybody wants to be free. Wow. But I think when we dig deeper into the, what a vocation is, especially for the man, uh, cause that's the side I know a little better. <laughs> uh that it's actually commitment uh, and dedication that frees us and makes us uh, willing right. uh, a willing and able to serve uh, out of true love to a spouse, uh, true love to to raising children, and really gives us our our true manhood to be a defender of life, to be a protector of our family and to make sacrifices for the good of another. So well said. Yeah, there's you can watch endless videos and clips and people uh, pontificating and, and philosophizing on on Will and Jada Pinkett. And I think it's done a lot of destruction to their family. Their 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 kids seem extremely confused about life and love and, and what things mean in this world. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's kind of sad to see that, that someone in our culture looks up to. Um, is in this kind of drastic state where um yeah they're just struggling to to realize yeah. what their relationship even means so
1: yeah and i think they've been married for a, uh i mean married for a long time um so i'm curious yeah i want to answer his question though because i think in that quote I, he said what is the perfect relationship like they had a, they had asked themselves so that mm-hmm, what is the perfect mm-hmm. what does that entail you know so I, I think, you know, if we're answering that, it's it's you know what you what you're saying, you know, just having just having that level of dedication commitment, um, that's that's promoting freedom in in their lives and in their vocations.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I think that's got to be something a lot of uh, probably all married couples ask themselves is like, you know, how do we relate? What's what's our way of relation? Yeah. Um, what in uh, exactly the the quote that he says is what is relational perfection? Yeah. Relation. What is the perfect way to interact as a couple? Yeah. Um, yeah, and in yeah, especially for us as as Catholics as Christians, you know, uh, it, it's monogamy. Uh, you know, when you when you make that vow to be to give yourself to to your spouse. Like that's it. You know, it takes every other person is now that option is off the table. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, in, the other thing that, that I see is uh, interesting, problematic, troublesome is that instead of like apologizing for an affair or, you know, doing any penance or saying I was wrong you know now it's we have to change the definition of marriage and make it this open marriage yeah um so that they can have it whatever whatever way they want it so mm-hmm. w- which i think is our natural human sinful desire you know rather than admit wrong you know let's just change reality so that i don't feel guilty but uh, yeah, yeah that that just a change of words doesn't actually change reality so Yeah, I I do see the positive side, though, is that they have stayed together. Like Mm -hmm. maybe it's for money, maybe it's for their careers, maybe it's. For weakness, they don't want to be separate, I don't know, Um, but. uh, In not to cast an entirely negative shadow over the whole situation, uh, they did go on this uh, show Uh, something, uh, they're like a round table, red session, red table round session. And they have this like a table that's actually red and round and they just come together and they talk about stuff. So that's actually a pretty adult move is not to just fight and separate, but to talk about it and stay together. So, you know, God bless them for, for those moves in their life. Um, and they did sort of admit some wrong to each other i i don't know all the details of all the conversation but um yeah which is another big problem of marriage today is that anytime there's a speed bump uh or a pothole you know just a yeah. jump ship
1: um, yeah and i think that's with anything man and that's part mm-hmm. of the cancel culture that we're kind of like kind of been uh, you know moving towards or whatever uh, like when everything when anything goes wrong or it's like you jump ship how you're saying you know um like we run as a society we're running from from being able to fix things or being able to to solve or come up with a solution or you know ask for help you know it, different mm-hmm. things like that like that's what we're kind of moving into as a society and it's it is it is sad and it's a problem man especially mm-hmm. if that's seen in marriage you know how can any marriage work or how can any you know it doesn't even have to go as far as date um uh, marriage but dating you know like if if there's an issue in dating, you know, granted you're a little bit more um you know like you can you can change the person you're dating um mm-hmm. a little easier than when you're married. <laughs> You know what I mean? So, but yeah, in the married life, if if there's if there's an issue, there's no at least at least in the marriages I've seen, there's no like, you know, all right, let's I'm just gonna go to someone else because I don't like the way you you know. I think there has to be some level of all right, let's talk about it, let's work this out. If you have if there's children involved, especially, you know, let's let's um let's let's work this out and for the sake of our children, our families, you know um at least that's what it seems like that's that's how i would yeah but what am i man i'm i'm just a prior a yeah. so i don't know <laughs> we're just two ordinary brothers two ordinary, brothers, ordinary man.
0: conversation yeah so so this is a good lead-in too uh we're gonna make this a, a bit part of a series uh next week or next episode at least where god willing we'll have an, an actual married couple on yes. the show in order to tell us about uh, their ups and downs uh it's a catholic couple so they're uh they'll be able to talk about marriage as a sacrament um how they've stayed together and how they've dealt with their struggles but also about the blessings they've got some children and uh they Mm -hmm. seem to be uh very happy happy they seem to be uh, a joyful and uh giving couple so uh, spoiler alert! Come back for next show. We won't. Are we gonna spoiler tell who it is? Yeah, yeah Amy uh, Mintz, Amy oh, and Jared I was Mintz. Just gonna yeah. make them tune in and come back. But you yeah, did it. Yeah, yeah. That's good. No worries. <laughs> we should have did a surprise. No, <laughs> <laughs>
1: you can edit yeah, that part out. A, so yeah, and uh, you know, obviously, we can't talk about marriage to the fullest of its, you know, of the richness that it is, and so we're gonna invite some. Mm-hmm some of our friends onto the show and, uh, give you guys some, some feedback on what that is for them. So, Mm -hmm. so yeah,
0: man. Yeah. So maybe just, uh, you know, if you're still a young person seeking your vocation, uh, yeah, hopefully a little discussion, uh, about marriage, uh, will help you see that as a possible vocation. Um, Yeah, we've done some episodes on the past and had some conversations about uh, tips for discerning religious life. And we certainly have talked about religious life kind of from the inside. So hopefully those will help you in your discernment. So, yeah, as Brother Vinny said, the National Vocation Awareness Week is coming up and we're going to shine the spotlight uh, this episode and next episode, at least on the vocation of marriage. marriage amen so speaking Hallelujah. of marriage i'll give i'll give a shout out to uh mr dick rochester who i went on the bicycle ride with last friday oh there you there go around boulder out in the out in the the, the high mountain plains there uh, very beautiful day dick it was great to meet you ride with you uh thanks again to your wife janice uh all your years of marriage she made a wonderful supper for us and yeah we got to share about Uh, some of their joys and struggles yeah maybe they'd be a good on a future episode too they've been together oh nice gosh i think 40 plus years now so and they've been through some some struggles Uh, they lost a grandchild and some of these things have happened so cool yeah what you got brother shout out yeah yeah shout
1: out to um uh thomas words and his family uh i had Mm -hmm. i had uh picked up his book um a couple months ago called pursuing freedom becoming the man you could be so uh, when i was in denver i went out to his home and got to visit his family meet his wife and kids so it's just a really beautiful family and uh got to sing some some lullabies to help them fall asleep with with kind of their family tradition that they do before before bedtime so shout out to thomas wurtz and and uh his his family
0: beautiful well thanks for tuning in everybody
1: it's the brother hut Thanks a lot guys We will see you next time With Married Life Couple God bless guys Peace